Please be seated. So those disciples, they were worried. They were anxious. They're worried about their future. They're worried about their community, about their individual lives. All that they had given up over the last few years in order to follow this man, Jesus, seems now for the second time, for the second time to have all ended. Jesus now has left them for the second time. The first time when he was crucified, and now the second when he ascended into heaven. So they followed the instructions they had been given. They all went to Jerusalem. They gathered together in one place. They went into a house. They shut the doors. They shut the windows. They were locked inside. And they waited. And I think we could probably imagine what it what must have been like for them. Filled with anxiety and worry. And now they were locked inside together. What would have that been like? They probably began to complain. The divisions amongst them, their personal slights, the things that had gone on over the years, they probably came to the surface. I imagine they began to snip at one another. They began to maybe even bitch a little bit. Their anxiety became ratcheted up more and more as they were locked there inside together. They probably didn't feel like they were in a good place. They knew they had problems. And all of their old problems, they just stayed there and worried about them more and more and more. But then something happened. What they had been told would happen. Like a rush of wild wind from the heavens, the Spirit came down upon them. And they were filled with a new energy, a new power, something they never had imagined. Tongues of fire flames appeared above each one of their heads, and they were pushed out, pushed out into the street. The windows of the house were flung open, the doors were flung open, they were pushed out into the street, and they began to speak and to understand all all of the languages of the world. The Spirit gave them, actually, a new problem. They couldn't stay inside. They had to get outside. The Spirit didn't come and solve any of those anxieties, any of those issues that they'd had for all of the years, but instead gave them a new problem, sent them outside into the streets, to serve, to proclaim, to witness to this power of God, this love of God that they had been learning about, practicing, 
for the years they had spent inside of their community, for all the time they'd spent with Jesus. The Spirit gave them a new problem. They were sent out into the world. So, I've been with you now for 12 weeks as your rector. And I was thinking about it um, back in January. I knew that I was coming here. Your vestry knew that I was coming here, but none of you, rest of you knew it. It was still a secret. And um, John, our senior warden, almost every day he'd call me at about 8.15 while I was on my morning walk. And one morning he called me and he said, Noah, I just need to tell you something because you just need to know this. Um, we, um, we have a $90,000 deficit. <laughs> and I thought, great. <laughs> I'm about to quit my job and move my family and there's a $90,000 deficit. He goes, don't worry, it's not going to be a problem. So um, maybe it kept me up a few nights. And, uh, and then he called me a couple weeks later, once again, early in the morning while I was on my walk, and he said, Noah, I have some good news. It's only a $55,000 deficit. So I felt, I felt an enormous amount of, enormous amount of relief in that. Um, maybe it was a good way of breaking difficult news. And you know, um, we've been having this three-week mini-stewardship campaign this year, and uh, um, in order to make up that deficit and the culminating in the, in the pig roast that the young adults held outside yesterday. And I want to say that with all of this, we've, we've, maybe we've done it, we've almost done it, we've eliminated that, that deficit. So that's no, longer, that's no longer our problem. You know, and in my, in my time here, as I've been meeting and talking with many of you, I've been hearing these stories, these same stories, maybe about St. Paul's problems. You know, and there are things like the balance of allocation of resources between children's ministry and music, and what the room downstairs is called. And whether the, whether the baptisms start with the, um, the thing up or the thing down. <laughs> and uh, um, and how, do we, how do we pass our traditions on to a new generation? And whether we want to use the prayer book every Sunday or whether we want to put everything in a bulletin. And how do we connect off of across four different services? Do these things sound familiar? These are our problems. These are our problems, just like those disciples, just like they had their problems. They're not going to go away. No one's going to solve them. But I wonder, I wonder if the Spirit is ready to give us a new problem. To give you and me a new problem just like it gave the disciples a new problem. What if the Spirit is coming on us right now to send us out 
into the world. To push open the doors and the windows. What if our new problem is that we can't stay inside? What if the Spirit is giving us that problem today? Saying to you and to me, take what you've gained here, take what you've learned and what you've built up over the years, the love of God, the power of community, our great traditions, and take it outside. Get uncomfortable. Maybe that spirit is giving us the problem. We're being sent out to serve in new ways, to connect across difference, to speak and understand all the different languages of the world. Maybe we're being called to proclaim, to share God's love in new ways. Maybe our new problem is to get outside. So a couple of, um, a few weeks ago when our bishop um, Dorsey was here, he gave us an invitation. And maybe, and maybe it's an invitation right now for us to follow this working of the Spirit to get outside. You know, in my um, 13 weeks in Pittsburgh, one thing I've learned is that Pittsburgh doesn't have the best history when it comes to race relations. That there's a lot of division in, in this city, especially between the African-American communities and the white community. And I've heard lots and lots of stories about that. So what Dorsey is inviting us into is to spend our summer joining in small group conversations across race. To next Sunday night on the 11th to, um, to get together for a large community event in the city at an African-American congregation and then to divide up into small groups, maybe 10 people in each group, half black and half African-American, half white, and then meet three times over the course of the summer to share together, to get to know one another, to pray together, and then to come back together for a large group event and share what we've learned about one another. Maybe this is a way that we're being called right now out of these doors to be part of God's work in the world, part of this new problem that God, I think, is giving us. So I'm going. I'm supposed to go on the, um, I am going on the mission trip the week after next with our youth, and I'm actually going to go down a day late so that I can go to this opening event. And I want to invite you, each one of you, to consider joining me to this event, Church Without Walls. All the information about it's in your bulletin. It's also on our website. I'll be sending out an email this week with more information on it and how to, how to register. But maybe this is one way we're all being called right now. Being called to be sent out into the world by the Spirit. And maybe there's other ways. Maybe it's to deepen your relationship and your involvement with our refugee ministry, 
or one of the feeding programs that we support. Maybe it's something we haven't even imagined yet, something you haven't imagined yet, something that we're going to dream up with God's help together right now. But that's how the Spirit works. Sending us out. Sending us out to take whatever we've gained here in the church into the world. Because what we do here isn't meant to stay here. The power of God is not about what happens within the walls of the church. It's about how we live our lives on the outside. How that spirit is driving us. So where is the spirit shaking you today? What about for me today? How are we being driven by the spirit to get outside? Amen.